It's the cigarette sandwich mini sketch comedy podcast. Coming up, an extra mini conversation with Chase Lily. But first, Case and Bill saying things. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Cigarette Sandwich Sketch Comedy Podcast mini episode. It's another tiny little episode. It's going to be short, so I won't blab too much, but I'm Case, and I'm once again joined by Bill. Yes, I'm Bill, and I'm here, and it's a tiny episode, and we have a tiny little guest. Hi. I'm so <laughs> tiny. <laughs> no. no. I'm normal. Uh, my name is John, and John Bolden, and I'm uh, from Austin, Texas. I'm from Austin, Texas. Yeah, that's where Bill and I met, and a I'm, a, I'm a fan of cigarettes, sandwich, sketch comedy. Ooh, tell me more. <laughs> no, 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 don't tell us more yet, because <laughs> oh. it's a mini episode. Oh, right. So this is just a preview. We're just teasing you with the fact that John is here, because I don't know, in whatever, three weeks when we start doing full episodes again, you're getting a full John Bolden episode. Yeah, get ready for it, John Bolden fan. <laughs> oh yeah sorry i didn't mean to presume you had a one fan <laughs> well i have one fan he's also very tiny <laughs> uh, but today we'll just be doing another good old talking segment from the past that you've but you've never heard it before so it may as well be new to you uh and uh, then we'll have a little sketch coming your way we, we might be good going with a time travel theme for all of our mini episode themes oh uh, interesting cool maybe this will be another time one nice i like it also we're talking so fast because this is so mini yeah, I gotta keep the pace up because uh, I don't want to. I don't want to waste anybody's time. Uh, our mini episode fans like extremely short things, so fuck it. Uh, here we go with that with the talking segment. It's probably from when we talked to Chase Lily. And now an unheard segment from episode twelve, where the gang talked to Chase Lily about his cult success as a former vlogger. Also, Tim was there. It's Case, and it's your own name. <laughs> you're talking to Chase, my biscuit. <laughs> oh yeah, that's. A th- I, I forget that my own name is weird and easy to do bits about because I am used to it being my human name. Uh, so talk about that, <laughs> uh, Chase. So you were doing this vlog, uh, but when did you get into comedy while you were doing it, or did you move here and then get into comedy? Um, I so I think that I was. I mean, in the videos, I was definitely leaning towards being funny. Like, that was, like, the idea that I was trying to make my day sound entertaining. Uh, but it was more in the way that, like, I guess, like, a storyteller tries to make something sound entertaining. Like, it wasn't delivered in a way that would be – I don't know. I think people would, wouldn't be like, oh, that comedy channel that Chase Lilly has. It had some subtlety intact. We don't tend to do uh, that. I don't know. It was it was kind of rough. It was, <laughs> it was pretty rough. It was pretty bad. <laughs> And it was also a lot of just really hack <laughs> nonsense. Um, no, when I moved to Chicago, I, I definitely wanted to get more into, like, the writing side of things. And so I took a class at the famous Second City. Uh, took the writing Second City class because I just thought it was general writing. I had never seen a Second City sketch show or anything like that. I thought that it was just, like, a comedy writing course and um, found out what it was very shortly afterwards, uh, already being in the program. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I actually don't know what it is. What is it? So it's like conservatory light. 
I would say. But no performing. But yeah, you don't perform. You just write the sketch show. So you learn how to write a, write a sketch show without performing at all. You're writing it, giving it to people who do not want to perform it and will That's not me. try to make it fun. <laughs> that is me. I auditioned for that and did get in, and I did perform a writing classes sketch review, and it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I can tell you that one the, the sketch show that um, I helped co-write Maybe one of the worst things that's ever happened to America. Potentially one of the worst thing, one of the worst tragedies. Even in worse America. than when the Russians hacked us. <laughs> I'm watching you, man. Chase, not only are we one letter apart, but I basically moved to Chicago on the exact same pretense, also with a similar level of awareness to what Second City was, and immediately took only the writing program, and then yeah. jumped on to taking other things. I think wow. I saw an improv show like maybe nine months in. I saw like. Uh, Katie Rich and Holly Loren do a show together and then signed up for classes like a couple months later. Yeah, I saw my first improv show like two weeks after moving here ever and was like, this reminds me of Family Guy. (laughs) 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 It's like they keep just kind of like running on a stage and doing shit. All these fun characters. They have all these fun characters. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I got to get out of this group. Uh, also, just well, I moved here to do long form improvisation. I'd heard about, I'd heard the tales on the on the improv super information super highway. And case, please take us away, take us to podcast <laughs> land. Also, speaking of embarrassing things online, before I moved here, I may have talked about on the podcast before, but I had a website called WoodsInTheBear.com dot com where I tried to post a sketch every day. I think I did actually for about uh, I don't know. Six years? 200 days. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> I've never heard of this. We got to find this. Wait a minute. Case Blackwell had 200 sketches online with zero views? <laughs> Essentially. I, I had, like, a few friends from high school that would read them and then be like, hey, man, funny screenplay today. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, these are written. Oh, they're written. Yeah, I have them all. Like, we need to film them. <laughs> yes. No, but at some point we should bust out one of them and do them on the podcast. For sure. They're for sure terrible. Oh, yeah. But unlike your vlog, I, like no one ever did them, but I was still pouring all of this time into this completely failed pursuit. Uh, not like today. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane, dude. That's why you're so good. I, I had no idea that it was because you practiced. No, I, I, they were already that good. I'm, I'm lying. All 200 of them were, just came out perfect. It may, that's insane. That is, I mean, truly unfortunate to hear. <laughs> I, because I, I, I have barely practiced. I've only collected slowly, very slowly, the the slight inklings of understanding of this practice by just barely doing it a little bit every day for 20 years in case sits down and he bangs out 200 sketches in 200 days and that's why now whenever i need to come up with an idea i say half the idea it's a case so that he's like oh you know how you can do that and then he put makes it work man yeah. i just want to note that while bill made those remarks he was in the wild pose. <laughs> kind of like hunched, like as if around a campfire, but the campfire is a microphone. And it's warm. <laughs> Bill is in kind of a full frog pose right now. We are the new Prometheus. <laughs> and Bill is our savior, our light, our glory. God, I wish I had headphones on so I could hear some of this. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds great. Anyway, Chase, my point just being, uh, I totally got being embarrassed by the stuff that's online, but I think it's pretty cool that you had anybody that cared about yeah. the thing you were doing. I mean, for a while, it was, it was 
Yeah, it was. I I had a lot of fun doing it for a while. I I flew to Baltimore to watch the the Harry Potter premiere with like a group of people, like the final Harry Potter movie. We all watched it together with a group. It was great. Oh shit! And like some of those people still, I think are some of like the smartest, funniest. Like I I really don't have anything bad to say about doing it. I just think that particularly me, I was doing a bad job and getting by on like. No, I'd have like just Charm. knowing other people, amazing personality, yeah. interesting just thoughts. Just say it. You're feelings. fucking hot. We see these cartoons of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> we are not looking at you in the room, but these cartoons, man. Well, it is interesting though because a certain amount of of it is, it's a different art. It's a it's you're revealing yourself. So, right? It's like, not even you. It's like a version of you that you're yes. really edit. Like that's what it felt. What felt weird was slowly people started finding out that I was doing it in my real life, which I was not telling anybody. I had not told a single person. And then, like, one day I remember somebody – I worked at a Red Lobster. and um, nice. Let's talk about that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> worked at a Red Lobster. And, like, somebody came up to me that was, like, a different server and was like, hey, man, I found your videos. Oh, and I God. watched uh, all of them. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, like I do not want to talk about this with you at all, and so slowly, people were finding them, and, they, and I remember people saying like, "You know, it's weird that like you just talk different when you're in your videos. Like you just sound <laughs> oh. different. You sound what like." Thing. I wonder if that's like, their oh. perception or if that was true. I, I sound mean, a little it, it bit different when I'm podcasting. I was writing it. I was scripting it, so it, yeah. I was reading it as a script, basically, and then. I don't know. I think Can it just I felt like a like an Instagram think, performance or something. What I think was different because it they are good the ones that I've seen. They're like very young Chase, but they're extremely wordy. Because uh, they're oh. like written. So it's just like the and the audacity of the blah blah blah. <laughs> like it's oh. just like and yeah. it's like not like so pretentious it's just like like crammed in there like a gilmore girl script almost yeah, like just some like sort of a sorkin yeah a young exactly sorkin. you she got yourself like, a mad max type deal and it's like got the i feel like the hallmark of that era of? of youtube which i don't know a lot about but it's like that the selective edits of someone kind of being like uh and then it cuts to them on the next take doing it correctly like oh yeah blah, 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 blah. uh so anyways that's how my day was you know what i mean like yeah very specific editing and i feel like a lot of people from that time of youtube have that yeah. oh, they still do it yeah they still i'm like women who vlog for money today damn that sounded dirty wow also the editing <laughs> style on youtube is money. super weird because it'll be a sentence basically like the one i'm doing now but it'll still be cross-cut I think they'll internally oh, yeah. edit things that don't even need it. Like, they'll just zoom in on themselves so it seems like there was an edit. Yeah. Because it just creates a sense of... This is going to sound weird. Let's go there. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> Not weird. It's going to sound like... Want to take your shirt off? But it, <laughs> I ahead. think that the reason there are so many jump cuts is that, like, that was where everybody was very proud of liking Edgar Wright. <laughs> like, oh, we, yeah. everybody was so proud of being like, oh, I'm the only person who likes Shaun of the Dead. And, like, I the 2007 the to 2009 range, that's, like, where it was. And he was big on, like, jump cuts and smash cuts and all that stuff. And so, like, the people that were making vlogs were, like, imitating his directing style in their vlogs. 
We also swear to God. Yo, yo, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, hold on. We're talking about jump cuts, and I have to say this. Go, go, go. Sacred Sandwich has a jump cut sketch. It's the first sketch we ever did. That's right. I'm losing myself in the jump cuts. Jesus, I never found myself either. Case, take it away. The bit is just that there's a guy doing jump cuts, but it starts like to affect his reality, and it makes him die. Yeah, he kind of gets old really quick, and then turns into a skeleton, dies in fucking five star review. Oh, I've seen that one. Basically, all of our because he has sex fast. It's a cigarette. Yep, I remember that one. Why can't I remember? Wait, but I did want to ask you because you're a fan of this crew, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and have you seen the TV? show called can't remember the name and i loved it uh it's where, where they're renting an apartment together exactly and i also can't think of it but, but i know seen exactly it. what you're seen all slackers it's not slackers case but slackers what not is that called it's, it's like rented or uh, uh, God damn it it's so funny too hackers with russians hackers I, an S. I do know hackers but I have seen it, yes. Yes, and it's awesome. Good. And if you're out there, just type in the comments below what, what the <laughs> actual title of this is. And it's got uh, Sean from Sean of the Dead, and his real name is actually Aston Martin. And that lady who's really funny, too. And guess what? And Nick the two of them. Sean Nick Aston Frost, Martin. too. And I know him, Nick Frost. Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg, yes. <laughs> and what's her name? Jessica, I believe. Spaced. 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 I was ready to start with it. Yes! And if you were typing space into the comments it sounds below, like I just came up with that, but now. Claire showed me her phone with the title on it. Excellent. Oh, yeah. IMDb. Google things. Guys, check out imdb.com. It's got all your resources and the infos on various movies, projects, titles, etc. You can actually find me on there, Tim Lamphere. Many weird, small projects that I was basically an extra in are listed there as credits for some reason. Oh, yeah. People who have looked at Tim Lamphere's IMDb page have melted like the Nazi in Indiana Jones. <laughs> And now a classic sketch idea long-time listeners may recognize. We take you to a high-powered Hollywood office. Uh, Mr. Tin, your uh, 8.30 is here. Larry Tin, bring him in. Wait, you're already in the office, sir. No, I mean, uh, I'm Larry Tin, bring him in. Oh, I, I got you, sorry. You'll get used to the way things work around here. Why did your last uh, secretary quit again? Uh, it's, um, bring him in. Okay, all right, sure thing. Uh, whatever you say, Larry. Larry, good to see you. The Robert Zemeckis. Yep, one and only. You know, I don't make a lot of time for everybody in this town, but Larry, you're the best. What can I say? Well, Robbie, uh, we got your latest scripts. Uh, you know what? The first Back to the Future that you wrote? That was a great film. Yeah, I'll say, I, I think it's that kind of record-shattering, uh, for lack of a better word. <laughs> I mean, you did. You broke some records. Uh, and I, do I, I remember somebody saying, hey, don't go back to the 1950s. Nobody wants to see the 1950s. <laughs> okay, I'll uh, I'll take the blame for that one. You did. You, you got me. But, you know, it's not just me calling you in this time. I've got a lot of notes from a lot of different people about this script and um, about the new scripts you wrote. You wrote some sequels, and uh, we... we, we we're having some issues with the sequels. Wow, you know, I thought maybe I'd be beyond this after I delivered a critically acclaimed huge hit of a film, kind of a cultural phenomenon, really, that I delivered with the last one. You so. know what, Robbie? I, I just, I, I think maybe you kind of, um, you hold away and you wrote these and you didn't really hear in your head what they were sort of sounding like. I think it might help if we read a little bit of the Back to the Future 2 script that you wrote. 
I mean, I do love to read it because I so love how it sounds and I hear and see the movie in my head when I'm writing it. But uh, <laughs> sure, if you need to hear it out loud so that you get how good it is, uh, fine. That's the thing I can do with you. All right, look, l- let's just read this scene. It's it's honestly, first of all, it's sort of a rehash of a scene from the first movie, uh, except with uh, different character let's just read it's where uh, marty goes back and he encounters his dad in the past but just to be fair obviously this is gonna have a little more you know charm and ease to it when it's the incredible michael j fox and the enigmatic crispin glover reading these lines so yeah i mean i don't know if we're gonna get crispin glover back i'm just saying i, I wrote it with them in mind so yes we can read through it but just you know picture in your head they're with, delivering it with their intensity obviously yeah okay great but let's just cold read it okay fine i'll be marty i guess you be crispin great you be the dad sure What's up? Hey, nice to see you at this malt store. Hi, who are you? A new guy in town? Yeah, I'm uh, just a guy coming through, just kind of blowing through town. Hey, are you a McFly? Yes, my last name is McFly. Hey, that's good to know. Hey, you should stop taking all this shit from bullies. Oh, man. Wow. Good advice. Thanks. You saved me. You changed me. I think there's something else you should take. What's that? your son's virginity listen you're my dad okay and i'm from the future there's no time i need you to fuck me listen i'm gonna stop it there and uh first of all you know that is gonna get us an r rating right off the bat well i mean yeah the audience is growing up they probably want a slightly more mature theme to the second one you know they're not all teenagers anymore seeing these it's it's only been a year so we wouldn't catch that many more people but also you know just the subject matter is what do you mean? Well, it's incest. It's yeah. Did you see the first movie? I did, and now I'm uh, I'm sort of realizing this is kind of a theme for you. I mean, it's not exactly a, a theme. It's just sort of the pitfalls of time travel. If you meet your young hot parents, there's a decent chance you know sex is going to come up. They're just all good looking young kids. They see each other. Things happen. You know. I mean, I get that it's not a situation people are normally in. That's why it's fantasy. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. The first movie, he wants to fuck his mom. No. So now the audience gets that. They need to see a heightening. Now they know. They want to see him fuck you know, one of his parents. You can't just have him fuck his mom. They're expecting that. He's going to fuck his dad, of course. Did you see the f- first movie? He I wrote it. I wrote the first movie. I produced the first movie. I'm the creative force behind the movie. I understand. I'm but- Robert fucking Zemeckis, man. Yeah, okay, well, you... You know what? He didn't want to fuck his mom in the first movie, or at least that's not what it seemed like to me. Did we see the same movie? All right. Let's just... Here's the thing. The interesting thing about this one is that he does go to the actual future. And uh, I want to read this scene for where he's in the future. Okay, yeah. You want me to read Marty again? Yeah. All right. What's up, Marty? Hey, Dad. Do I look younger? You look the same to me, Marty. You're so young. I'm just watching the space TV. Yeah, well, turns out I'm actually younger than you think. I'm, I'm more me around when I was a teenager because I'm from the past. Whoa, Marty. More time travel? Yeah, I time traveled again. And big surprise, guess who I brought? It's you from the past. It's you from the 1950s. Whoa. Hey, me. Hey, you. Hey, us. Hey. Enough talking. 
the time frame is all messed up because of what I did to you. Do you remember that when we had sex? When I, please, you were... Marty, please. We talked about this. We're not talking about this. Yeah, but that time I came back from the future and I fucked you in the past. Yes, it we're... fucked up the space-time continuum. Doc's all up my ass. That means we've got to fuck in the future. No, Marty. No, wait. No. No, Dad. Come on. Get over it. Stop being such a square. What are you proposing? You gotta fuck me and yourself. Yourself from the past. Okay, so I'm gonna stop it there. And, um, I'm just gonna say that this is uh, unacceptable. They do go on to have pretty graphic three-way sex. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so the early on in the movie, they see him fuck his dad. Now they get that that's what the movie's about. Uh, but you gotta go up from there. Something's gotta happen. The movie's gotta build. So now, you know, he goes to the future. They're not expecting that. This movie's usually they go to the past. Who's in the future? His dad's still there. So, like, you know, they've seen him fuck his little daddy. Now that they go to the future, he fucks big daddy. Big daddy, son, and little daddy. All three of them fucking. That's called heightening, baby. Now that now the audience is back on board, you got him hooked. Ert, I just want to bring up some of the other scripts that you uh, sent in. There's This one's called Little Daddy. It's called Back to the Future 3, Little Daddy. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's sort of like a middle-aged Jewish comedian living in New York. He doesn't know that he has a son. Then when he meets his son, his son's huge. He's way bigger than him. He's like a giant of a son. Uh, and he tells his son, hey, son, put on these sunglasses and you won't feel so big. But it doesn't work. <laughs> okay, but then how is this in the Back to the Future series? Well, you know, it turns out that this is a timeline that got spun off when Marty fucked his dad in the past. They created all these sort of ripples in time. But there's no time travel. It's just straight up incest. It's just yeah. incest. Oh, this one's a little more subtle. It's more about foot play with the big da- the big son stepping on the little dad because mm. he's such a big boy. All right, you have some other scripts here. Back to the Future 4. Fuck my dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the plot of this one is uh, Marty's on a boat. Uh, he was trying to get this zoo across the ocean. When the the big boat zoo kind of sunk, but the only thing that survived was a tiger. So it's both two hours of him on a boat with this tiger. But then when he finally gets off the boat at the end, you realize it was really his dad that was on the boat with him the whole time. And it flashes back and it shows a lot of graphic sex scenes of him and his dad fucking. This sounds like a good movie, almost. Yeah, it was probably really satisfying right until you get to the end of it, I guess. Like, it's satisfying in one way, and then at the end you flip it, it's even more satisfying. You get the payoff of, like, fun sex between this man and his son. Okay, I'm gonna stop you right there. Look. I got another great idea. Do you want to hear another great idea? Yeah. Okay, maybe I haven't sent the script to you yet, okay? It's It's called Big Old Christmas Train. Oh, this sounds nice. Yeah. You, you heard this up-and-coming actor, Tom Hanks? Oh, I, everyone loves Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's in he's in big. So uh, he plays Santa Claus in this. So Santa Claus is running this big old train. Uh, there's like a ton of people in the train. And, you know, the whole movie is just essentially us, us watching this train on Santa. It's w- us watching what? This train on Santa. You mean Santa on the train? No, it's a train on Santa. In what way? It's a bunch of, <laughs> it's a bunch of people fucking Santa. <sighs> well, I mean, they're not related, I guess. So. Well, at the end of the line, it's his whole family. So you're, it's sort of the story of his whole family waiting in line. <laughs> and that's the story of like his family, the process of waiting. It's like an immigrant story, really, you know? Like, it's sort of the expectation of what happens when you arrive at like the, the land of promise. But then when you get there, it's everything you dreamed of. And you fuck your son. You know what? No one wants to see a story about waiting in line. It sounds boring. And plus, at the end of the line, we can't have it. Okay. What, what happens there? All right, how about Beowulf? 
you know the classic story beowulf yes i i I don't think we should be remaking things yeah so beowulf he meets this hot girl in a lake and they fuck and that gives birth to this creature grendel that's also really hot and then grendel's like really into his dad because you know he's had to live under a castle for all these years and then beowulf rips his arm off but that just gets him going even more and then they sort of make out in the water um little like the serpent lady kind of watches and these ideas are insane (laughs) you can't do that even if it's monsters you can't have monster daddies having sex with monster sons and so on and so forth why don't you just do something wholesome okay you know what fine you know i don't know why you're questioning me seeing as i'm the guy who insisted we go to the 1950s and that 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 was such a big hit but i did write an alt if you really need it uh i think i sent you a third script it's an alternate take on the third one basically they go to the past but it's like cowboy times and they're cowboys Ugh. no good lord no i would much rather have the incest one instead Oh my gosh, that was a mini episode. You heard it because it was fast. It didn't even take you that long. Uh, but I'm gonna do, we're going to do an actual outro this time. No more robot voice for you. I am Case Blackwell. I'm a robot. <laughs> That's our robot voice. Ah ha ha. I am Bill. As you know, Bill doesn't listen to the outros because there's never <laughs> anything funny in them. And he's keeping that streak alive. <laughs> oh, no. Eat it, eat it, Bill. Dang, I got burned. <laughs> John? Oh yeah, outro. <laughs> and uh, do check back for when uh, John is on the podcast fully, full podcasts, which will be happening again in June. Also, a little shout out: uh, we have a bunch of video clips dropping next Wednesday. We actually have a website now, cigarettesandwich.com. Uh, and we've made a video project a little bit ago, but we've kind of been sitting on. Uh, but now it's coming out in full. It's 30 sketches, and they are all a minute. That's 31-minute sketches, uh, which is a confusing way to put it because then it sounds like 31-minute sketches. But it's 30 sketches that are all a minute. It's called the Power Half Hour. Go to cigarettesandwich.com on the 22nd. I'll be dropping it on there that morning. Um, it is the greatest show of all time. <laughs> I, I can't wait. I'm going to be the first in line. I'm going to get up really early and get in line to see it. Yeah. That's true. You do have to physically line up <laughs> at Cigarette Sandwich headquarters in order to get it. Yeah. Um, but it's so worth it. You can play it like a drinking game. It's so fun. I'm so excited. Check it out and uh, check out the podcast. We'll be back next back next week with, I guess, our last mini episode, and then we'll be back in June with those full forty minute daddy episodes. Oh God, daddy, mommy, grandma episodes. Back to being stressed out. Yep, Madden. outro voice. <laughs> <laughs>